Audine ISD is moving in a new way forward, and we want to keep you in the loop. So during each episode of our podcast, we'll bring in new people, people like teachers, students, staff, even district leaders, to talk about all the things happening in Audine ISD. Welcome back to another episode of All the Things, the Aldi Nasty Podcast. I'm your host, Shalia Reed, Chief of Staff, and I'm excited to share the stories and the people of Aldi ISD. So typically, I would have a top three, but this time we're doing it a little different. It's a little bittersweet for me because I want to share with my listeners that this is my last taping of the Season 2 podcast. Oh, but don't worry, because I'll be back for Season 3. I'm just taking a little hiatus to take care of some personal business, you know, like deliver a baby. While I'm gone, I'm going to hand over the the mic to a few other folks to record the last final episodes of this season. So you'll hear some new voices. Be be gentle. They're, they're novices. It's still my show, but, you know, I'm letting them borrow it for a little while. So the top three things I do want to share is why you should subscribe to all the things that Aldi Nicety podcast. One you know first that the episode is available. So if you're subscribing, it's going to give you a little ding on your phone. You'll be like, oh, the episode's out, even before we've told anyone. anyone. Two, sometimes we do special giveaways to our subscribers. So you get swag or you might get invited to lunch or who knows, you'll get a prize. And third, just because it's the right thing to do. You just want to subscribe because it's the right thing to do. We want to make sure our numbers stay up. So... That's my top three for the week. Let me get into the show. I'm excited to share the stories of two people and the Aldine Education Foundation. We had some, we have some rules here in the podcast studio. And um, the last thing that they said was, oh, I don't care about, I'm not worried about the rules. I'm a little smiley. Both of them understand that you can see through, the, you can see through your ears. So um, you'll hear them smiling a lot today. First, I'll introduce Ms. Linda Flores Olson. Linda is a native Houstonian and has served the nonprofit arena as a servant leader for over 35 years. You don't look a day over 18. <laughs> Thank you. She's worked at large nonprofits like the University of Houston, the University of Houston Clear Lake, the Greater Houston Partnership, Alley Theater, Houston PBS, and Houston Community College. She's also served organizations like Children at Risk, the Houston Hispanic Forum, the Wesley Community Center. And she served on the Early Matter Steering Committee, which evolved into Good Reason Houston. She's been part of Mayor Turner's Hispanic Advisory Committee, the Coalition for Great Houston Schools, the HISD Hispanic Advisory Committee, and the Executive Committee of Houstonians for Great Public Schools. With all that, I just want you to know she's now part of our team. She's part of Team Aldine. She is a fellow of the American Leadership Class, ALF. Uh, that's class 29. That's right. Ooh, I know my Roman numerals. And she serves on the ALF Executive Committee and co-leads the COPE Citizens Organized for Public Education Committee. Clearly, she likes education. She's also part of the U of H Downtown Nonprofit Management Advisory Board and the Center for Houston's Future Grad. Whew, that's a mouthful. <laughs> She's a 2021 Leadership ISD Fellow, a Rose Advisory Board member, and a member of the 2021 Leadership North Houston class. She's busy. And um, she's also the director of the Aldine Education Foundation. With her is Mr. Bill Ginder. He is the Senior Vice President of Brokerage Services for Caldwell Companies, 
a Houston-based commercial real estate developer. In 1971, he earned his bachelor's degree in English from the Virginia Military Institute. He's the past president and a current board member of the Alding Education Foundation and a past and current board member of SIOR Education Foundation. What does SIOR stand for? SIOR is the Society of Industrial and Office Realtors. Ah. You have to be invited to be a member of it. Okay. So the Education Foundation connected to that. He is also a former trustee for NAM, the Alding YMCA, and has served as past chair of the board of directors of the Intercontinental Chamber of Commerce and Leadership North Houston. I'm also a Leadership North Houston grad. The best class, of course. Hmm. <laughs> Currently, he <laughs> serves on the Lone Star College Logistics Advisory Committee and is active in Northwoods Presbyterian Church. Do they have like a big Christmas event? I can't remember what Northwoods. It's, it's connected in my mind. For some reason, I might be thinking about Dallas, but that's okay. His personal hobbies include fishing, cooking, and golf. He and Margaret, his wife of 46 years, have three grown children and seven grandchildren. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I want to know more about um, these grandchildren. You have seven grandchildren? I have seven grandchildren. The oldest is a junior in college, uh-huh. and the youngest is two years of age. Two years. So I just was on the phone with a friend, and we were talking about my son and how— um, well, we started talking about him because he said he was the only child, and his grandmother bought him whatever he wanted. And I said, oh, my mom does that to my son. So do you get your grandchildren whatever they want? I have a blonde, blue-eyed uh, granddaughter who's— uh, a third grader? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she gets whatever <laughs> she wants, but but she goes about it a little differently. She crawls into Grandpapa's oh. lap and says, Grandpa, uh, I need whatever, <laughs> and uh, 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 probably it'll be a red convertible one day, but, uh, but no, they're all, they're, I think, I think the Lord gives uh, parents uh, grandchildren because they don't kill their children. Oh, that's good. That's so, like reward. <laughs> it is kind of. And I have three great kids and and son and daughter in laws and and uh, but those grandkids are special. I can imagine. Um, Linda, you have a long way to go before you get grandchildren. That's your, right. Your daughter's headed to college. That's right. She's seventeen. We have a senior, mm-hmm. and we have been doing college visits and and. You know, just a few months, she'll be just a few months. She'll be leaving flying. the nest. How do you feel? You know, it, it's it's um, I'm just busy doing the steps at this point mm-hmm. and uh, everything that we've ever worked on. I mean, you're you're cultivating mm-hmm. this child from mm-hmm. the moment they're born. You read to them and you put them in the right early childhood education program Mm -hmm. and so here we are in just a few months she's going to be flying well the good news is that you know what bill says is that you got to you have a reward at the end of this okay so don't 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 think it's the end it's really only the beginning (laughs) an empty nesting isn't a bad thing (laughs) yeah no no i'm i'm looking forward to reconnecting with my husband oh that's great okay so let's talk a little bit about the alden education foundation so it was established in 2012 were you around then bill I, I was not a charter member. Mm-hmm. Um, I was busy with other nonprofits mm-hmm. at the time uh, and had to 
gracefully declined the, the second year I became a oh, member. Oh, so they got you really quick right after. Yes, ma'am. So it was established to assist the district in reaching its goal of providing choices and opportunities for students now and in their future. So I can imagine we've evolved kind of that that mantra of what what of why they're doing it, but it was designed to support the district, like walk alongside. Um and I know you just arrived here, Linda. How many years has it been? It feels like ten. But it, when did you start? <laughs> um, it's been it's a it's been a year and a half since I arrived. Really? Yeah. It feels like so much longer. <laughs> so tell me, you know, what do you think has changed? Or and, and this is questions for both of you. What has changed and what has stayed the same from the beginning to now? I think I'll start with you, Mr. Gender, and then Linda, you can kind of chime in. Well, when we first started, literally started from scratch. Mm-hmm. And, and our goal was to uh, provide scholarships to graduating seniors sure. and to uh, help provide grants to the te- educational grants to the teachers and to support the, um, uh, the Aldean ISD. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but our pocketbook was somewhat diminished yeah and so we were also concentrating on raising money and and doing that and i'll always remember uh, on the scholarship i I review scholarship applications with my family Mm -hmm. and i remember going home and reading so many really good scholarship applications Mm -hmm. but we didn't have the money to fulfill them Mm -hmm. and and uh Uh, told my wife that evening when I got home, she said, why are you so depressed? And I said, you know, this isn't right. I Mm -hmm. want us to be where we can give a scholarship to every deserving child. And so really the biggest change that I've seen is that we've raised more and more money every year through our our golf tournament and, Mm -hmm. and that. And, um, and then Linda coming on board uh, really was because we needed a professional fundraiser mm-hmm. to get us, you know, you, you go along and you're stumbling along and you're learning as you go, but then you need somebody to help you take the next step. That's right. And Linda's excellent. I mean, we're going to, we're taking that next step. That's great. So she's over there blushing right now. I remember when we were interviewing and we had we came up with the job description and we were looking for someone who was passionate about education, but also was a true fundraiser. And based on your bio, it looks like we hit the nail on the head. So, you know, that's how the organization started. Tell me what you've been doing for the last year and a half. Well, I am very proud to report that with the help of the board members we have an endowment that's nearly $4 million. Oh, wow. That's amazing. And we actually have two endowments. One of them is for scholarships for students to attend any accredited college or university. Mm-hmm. And then the second endowment that we have is for students to attend Lone Star. We work very closely with Lone Star since Aldean ISD is surrounded by Lone Star. Yeah, it's everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So $4 million, that's mm-hmm. really quite an accomplishment. Th- these community leaders have worked really hard to raise that money. And uh, so it, it, you ask what has changed. I think that probably what I've noticed is that we are more in line with what the district is doing and what the district's needs are. And um, and I think that we'll be able to better serve the district if mm-hmm. we keep an eye on that. Yeah, I just want to make sure a couple things I want to point out. So 
we're partners, right, in the work that we do. And we ultimately, both of us, it's not about the district. It's about the students of the district, the staff of the district, the community of the district. So the needs of those of those stakeholders. Um, speaking of stakeholders, for us, it's community members. And many of them, the leaders are um, your, your board members. I understand um, for us, our board of trustees, they're volunteers. Are your board members paid or are they volunteering? Look, Bill's laughing. He's like, where's my check? <laughs> well, I will say that we do give our board members lunch when we meet every other month. But our board members are not paid. We have a fabulous board a board that's filled with different people from all walks of life. We have 28 board members. We have educators. We have entrepreneurs. We have senior um, members of different corporations. Mm-hmm. And uh, they do it because they love the kids in Aldean ISD. And, and I can add, the reason I serve on the board, besides the children and, and, and that and our Is goals. Is it for the lunch? N- no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if, you know, if I eat one more Greek salad with chicken in it, it'll be too soon. Yes. But no, the it is it is a well run board meet, meeting. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned you had been to leadership North mm-hmm. Houston. Mm-hmm. You learn what's required to be a board member. Mm-hmm. But I've served on some boards where I'm sitting there thinking this is a waste of time. Yeah. And and personally in my business, all I have is time. Mm-hmm. So if we're not moving towards the goals of the board. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm questioning why I'm there. I have never questioned why I was on the Aldine Education Foundation. Oh, that's great. So that's good because to know. it's because they're well run, timely, and and we accomplish a lot. That's great. So uh, speaking of accomplishing a lot, and you mentioned this a little bit about the scholarships, Linda, tell us about the scholarship process. When does it kick off? When does it end? And then how much money have you kind of raised? Mm-hmm. So the scholarship usually opens around September, depending on, mm-hmm. there's a lot of factors that go into that, but mm-hmm. around September is when we open the scholarship, and then the scholarship closes around March. Mm-hmm. And um, our goal is for all of our bank accounts to go to zero. We don't, want have, we don't want to have any money left in our bank accounts. We want to distribute all of the money that we have. And... Um, so I will say that during 2021, we were able to distribute scholarships to about 300 students. Mm-hmm. And um, in terms of the dollar amount, it was over $700,000. That's a lot of money. Yeah. So sadly, that is, I mean, we celebrate our victories. Sadly, we had to turn away about 200 students. Oh, no. So mm-hmm. our North Star is to be able to provide a scholarship for every single graduating senior. And how much do these, you know, awards kind of range? Are they $50 scholarships, $5,000 scholarships? Our scholarships range from $1,000 to $20,000. Oh. And some of them are multi-year so, yeah. Tell me about this $20,000 scholarship. I'm kind of interested in it. So what we do is we give one $20,000 scholarship to a graduating senior from each high school. Mm. And how do you, quali- what are the qualifications? So they have to apply mm-hmm. and it is a, a weighted um, process. They have to complete an application and we're looking for leaders. We're looking for students that have a need, students that have hardship, 
students that are involved in extracurricular activities. And so all of that is weighted. So are, you know, they're like the same application process or like, is there um, a scholarship for those who are left-handed, a scholarship for those who play basketball? You know, how are the scholarship applications designed? So we do have some scholarships that are specific. Mm-hmm. For example, we have scholarships for students that are going to go into education mm-hmm. or engineering. Um, our scholarship process, we've streamlined it so mm-hmm. the students only have to apply once. And then we have a software system that helps us keep track of all of that. And we'll be able to find, for example, students that come from a single household um, and, and we'll be able to um, award scholarships that way. If I wanted to give money and I wanted to create my own scholarship for, let's say, I want to have a scholarship for those who are going to major in journalism. Do you have your checkbook? <laughs> let's <laughs> you just take, seal the deal. Do you take electronic payments? <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> okay, good. So maybe, yeah. So those who wanted to major in journalism, could I set up the criteria? Yes, you and, can. And how much do I need to start with? So the the initial investment is $20,000 in order to have oh. a named scholarship. Okay, let's rethink this electronic payment. But okay. you have but you have a period of time to contribute that 20000 Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. I'm back. Yes. I'm back. And so what we guarantee you with an investment of $20,000, we will distribute one $1,000 scholarship in your name. Oh. Forever. For, forever. Forever. Forever? Forever. Forever. How do you do that? Is it finance or magic? It's it's finance. Oh, okay. It's high finance. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's an endowment. So we put your money into an endowment. And so, I mean, it's kind of like a fancy savings account. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, we don't ever spend your $20,000. We only spend what it rolls out. Oh, like the interest. Correct. Ah. And so your investment is there forever. That's and our it. investment strategy has been, we've been blessed, mm-hmm. and it's been sound enough that we're giving a $1,000 scholarship, but every year we're actually making a little bit more than that $1,000. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. then it, then it, the endowment grows, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. if there was ever a year where, where you it didn't, didn't generate any, yeah. it, we c- could dip into the rainy day fund, if you will, and, and fulfill our obligation. That's great. So I'm, I'm going to switch from scholarships. To talk about um, grants for teachers. So how does that work? Well, um, we sadly had to hold off on our teacher grants. We well, you lost, just took a pause. Yes, we took a pause. I like that. We mm-hmm. took a pause. Mm-hmm. We lost a major donor. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the the students are our focus. And so the board decided that they wanted to invest all of that money into scholarships. However, we're keeping an eye on teacher grants because we want to give back to distributing those because mm-hmm. that's an important part of our mission. And uh, so the, the process is similar. The teachers complete an application and there, there's a committee that reviews them and, and then they're awarded. And then we have three different kinds of grants for mm-hmm. teachers. There's one where they can improve their classroom. There's another one where they can include improve their school and then the third one is where they can improve the entire district. Oh, so there's so a great opportunity. Different levels. Yes. Okay. The other thing I want to talk about is something that's near to my heart, um, the Educator of the Year Award. Speaking of giving back to, to teachers, y'all. So last year we had to have this event um, vir- virtually, but we did it as a drive-thru, right, because of the C word, COVID. And um, 
Mr. Gender, you weren't there, but let me tell you, Linda and the superintendent had a dance off. <laughs> she beat the superintendent. <laughs> She no, that, did. that is hard to believe. I was wearing the right <laughs> shoes. She didn't know about the dance off. There, it really wasn't like designed to be one, but they just they were on different sides of the of the drive through, and before you know it, they'd be like out dancing each other. It was a great and festive occasion. But the the bigger piece of the story was that we were able to give all of the teachers of the year across the district an award, and then those who were named the teachers of the year, we gave them a bigger award. Um, and I know that this is something that the foundation is really dedicated to. Do you know how this started, uh, Mr. Ginder? Uh, it started, I think, the second or third year mm-hmm. of the foundation. You know, Educator of the Year, well, first of all, it's one of the events that I just won't miss. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, getting to sit with the teachers. and um, But when we first started, we gave a gift to everybody. But it probably would have bought you, you know, a cup of coffee at Starbucks. That's right. Uh, now the gift is sizable, mm-hmm. and and it comes at a time where, uh, y- you know, teachers need it. Mm-hmm. Um, my my youngest daughter is a uh, kindergarten teacher in North Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, has been. She started when she was nineteen. Mm-hmm. And and has been in the same school she's now for almost twenty years. Oh wow! And so I I more than than a lot of the corporate members of the board, I get it. Yeah. Uh, I I when we have the teacher grants, uh, sometimes I don't even know what the, they're applying for. Mm-hmm. I'm reading this deal and they've got all this. <laughs> oh, well, this is going to do this, mm-hmm. and this is going to make an A a Z, and this is. And I'll call my daughter and I say, "What is this?" Yeah, she can explain it, can't Daddy, you? Daddy, if you don't fund that, <laughs> if, if they don't fund it, you need to fund it. Uh, you know, uh-huh. it, and I, okay, honey, I, well, I got it. Mm-hmm. it. You know, I'll give it a good grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, the teacher of the year, uh, again, we lost this major funding, but. Um, We'll get that back. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is uh, uh, every every. What's so neat about the Aldine and and the Lone Star College marriage, if you will, every client I have in commercial real estate mm-hmm. that I've brought into the Aldine area, the number one question they ask is a trained workforce. Mm. Can I get a trained workforce? Yeah, you can. Well, in a combination between Aldine and Lone Star College. It, the answer is yes, mm-hmm. and and that is so important. And you know, a thousand dollars doesn't sound like a lot, but it'll get a graduating senior into Lone Star College for a semester. Sure. And if they prove they can do the work and are mature enough to do the work, money there's all kinds of money available. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But sometimes it's hard to get take that first step. That's right. I was actually thinking about, you know, long, long, long ago when I was in college. And I remember receiving a $1,000 scholarship from BDO, an advertising agency. And, you know, it like you said, it seems like it's nothing. It's so small. But when you add that up with something else or when you don't have anything, that $1,000 comes in very helpful. 
And, you know, I just said it was a long, long time ago, but I've never forgotten who gave me that award. And in fact, I've seen the organization's name and it immediately brings back this feeling of like, oh, I did something well and I can do more things. So it's sometimes it's not about the amount. It's about the fact that they've received something and they've been awarded for something and they've completed an application and someone said, I'm going to invest in you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So I also am looking here at Foundation Scholars and I'll be honest and tell you, I think I understand it, but I don't completely understand it. So can you explain it to me? Yes, I can. So the Foundation Scholars is really a, I mean, if I had to just boil it down, it's an incentive program to get students to make good grades. Okay. And so the way it works, it's for high school students. If, for example, a freshman ends the school year with a grade point average that is 95 or better, we save $250 for that student. And then the second time when they're, when they're sophomores, we, uh, if they end the year with 95 or better, we save $500. So long story short, by the time this student graduates and if they've made all of their grades are up 95 or better, they can get up to a $3,000 scholarship. This is, would be in addition to what they apply for? Yes. Oh. And this, they don't have to apply for. They don't have to do anything. It just happens. It just happens. And we work closely with the counselors. At the end of each school year, they send us a list and say, these are the students that have our foundation scholars. And we treat them with kit gloves. We send them gifts. We send them a beautiful letter saying congratulations. And then, of course, they get the the scholarship. And then you're right. They're still eligible to apply for our regular scholarships. And and if you know that they're a foundation scholar, when you're reading that scholarship application, yeah. you know, not that it's formally written down that that's a check mark, a, a plus mark, but you know they're doing the work. I can know? imagine it helps. So the other thing that I wanted to mention is that um, we're not waiting till the students are in high school to let them know about this opportunity. We're actually going into the middle schools and working with the teachers and the counselors to let them know about the Foundation Scholars Program because we want these students to make good grades in middle school too. Yeah. I mean, and, and there's something to look forward to, right? Absolutely. All right. So you mentioned the golf tournament just a little bit. Ms. Mr. Gender, you want to go back to the golf tournament and tell us how important it is? The, the uh, we have an annual golf tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, trust me, I play in it, and I'm not a golfer, so uh, <laughs> uh, uh, it, it's not that serious a thing, although some of the teams treat it like the masters. But uh, it raises uh, – started off the very first year we had it. I think we raised uh, uh, maybe $12,000 that go directly to the foundation. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year, uh, I believe we raised ninety-four thousand um, dollars. It is sponsorships have grown, corporate sponsorships have grown. Uh, it, it's a great tournament, very exciting. Uh, I would encourage anybody listening to this podcast if they would like to play golf and want to support the foundation, they ought to come out and play and put a team together. Yeah. We've had some interesting weather over the last few years. Uh, we've had uh, rain and mm-hmm. snow and sleet. And <laughs> uh, this year we had a just beautiful day. It was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. Um, uh, great day to play golf. Mm-hmm. 
And what I really appreciated about it, because I do play in quite a few of mm-hmm. these charity tournaments, uh, it's usually over by one one or one thirty. So if you're a businessman, you can come out and play. And if you need to go back to work or start your weekend early, it yeah, all yeah, like to start the weekend out. early, the, w- the weekend early. This year it seemed to last a little longer. People didn't want to leave. It was kind of the it sun was, was shining. It was a beautiful day. People were talking, eating the fajitas. Getting the, the the plaques. That's right. Matthew McConaughey has showed up before. So. Yes. Yep. That was a good year, too. That was a good year. I think Luke, who's our engineer, producer extraordinaire, he, he had a camera. He's the photographer. He saw Matthew McConaughey and just was like, D- can I use your phone? And I was like, you have a camera. <laughs> Take the picture. It was. Luke, you're the guy. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know what to do. He froze. But, but, you know, it's one of those things. It's a big deal. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm wrapping up here. Two questions left. One, is there anything you want to share about the foundation that we haven't touched? Either one of you. I'd like to share this. Um, my wife and I support the foundation because of the quality of students Aldine is producing. Mm-hmm. And... Speaking for myself, I'm not from Aldine. I'm not from Houston. I'm not, you know, I, I, the only reason I know about Aldine was because of leadership North Houston and uh, listening to Nadine Kajawa talk to us, bless her heart, um, about it. And when she said that, you know, 86% of the kids come from economically uh, disadvantaged homes. I thought I misheard her. Mm. And because where I went to high school, it wasn't, you know, if you were going to college, it was where you're going to college. Mm -hmm. And when I read Mm -hmm. these scholarship applications, I mean, it, it tears and my wife reads them, it just tears our hearts up because these are these are kids that are doing everything right. Mm-hmm. And if we don't help them, they may or may not get to Lone Star College. That's right. And, and personally, I think, I mean, education allowed me to change my job at 50 years of age and ch- change it completely and move to a city I'd never lived in in my life. Education gives you choices, and I think every child in this world deserves to have choices, and so that's why we're we're involved and will continue to be involved. I love that. Thank you for your help and support. Linda, commercial break. You want to say anything? I do. I would like to invite the entire community to check us out. Please visit our website, aldineeducationfoundation.org. I will promise you that partnering with the Aldine Education Foundation is smart business. We um, have very little overhead. We're so lucky that the district pays my salary. And so 100% of the contributions go towards our programs. And that is really a lot to brag about. So join us. We really welcome you with open arms. We have lots of ways to connect. There are leadership opportunities. There's an opportunity to sponsor. 
the golf tournament, the Educator of the Year Award program, play golf with us, or just come out and volunteer. We welcome everyone. Thank you. All right. Last question. I ask everyone. Favorite book? Your favorite book? I'm going to have to say, oh, the places I will go. That's my favorite book. I'm sure other people have said the same. It's very simple, prophetic, and it just... It um, it just helps me with my journey. Hmm. I'm an English major. Okay, yeah. I, I read every night, mm. every night. I have read where I might have been overserved an adult beverage. Not that that happens very often, but I read every <laughs> mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you the number of books I've read, and then this will sound maybe phony. My favorite book to read is the Bible. Mm, you're you're not alone. So, do you read from beginning to end, Genesis to Revelations, or do you like how yeah, do you? Yeah, but read when it? I get to Leviticus, I maybe skip a few pages. <laughs> you know, it's a historical book to me. Mm-hmm. So I always tell people, you know, people ask like, how do you survive like with people you don't like? How do you? Because you got to give people grace. You just got to give it to them. People you, deserve you, grace. You know, I'm a salesman. I deal with people <laughs> I don't like every day. Every day. Well, thank you guys for being here. Sometimes we get the best stuff at the end. <laughs> Always we get the best stuff at the end. Thank you for joining us, Linda and Bill. I want to encourage our listeners, as she mentioned, to visit org to learn more about the programs and how you can support the Aldine Education Foundation, the Aldine students, and our staff. <laughs> <laughs>